good morning, afternoon or night, wherever you may be in the world. Um, Welcome back. I'm Alexander Glover. Today, I actually don't want to, well, I mean I do, but I don't want to burst this bubble for too many. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you're a vegan or someone who is health conscious, cares about emulsifiers, preservatives, binders, artificial flavors, artificial anything, then you're probably going to be a little bit upset with the news that I bear today. Natural flavors. What are they? Can you have them as a vegan? And long story short, no. But today I'm going to go into why you can't have them as a vegan and some shocking facts that will probably make you start reading the label and probably deter you from any kind of foods which contain natural flavors because... Besides from what they say, natural flavors, they are actually quite the opposite. And it's astonishing that they are allowed up to 100 ingredients in just the word natural flavors. So when you've got this five finger rule or products that say only six ingredients, yeah, it might be five ingredients and natural flavors, and that bumps it up to 106 ingredients. So anyway, let me get into today's podcast, which is everything natural flavors and why vegans can't have it and why you should avoid it. So... First and foremost, in pretty much all Western countries, I can't find some of the legal jargon for non-Western countries, so I'm just going to speak on behalf of Western countries, so including Australia, for those listening in Australia, where I'm from. Government regulations define natural flavors as those flavors derive their aroma or flavor chemicals from plant or animal sources including fruit, meat, fish, spices, herbs, roots, leaves, buds or bark that are distilled, fermented or otherwise manipulated in a lab. And in this lab, they are created by specially trained food chemists known as flavorists. So by regulation itself, natural flavors are allowed to be derived from animal sources okay so if something appears to be vegan friendly and it doesn't have to say vegan on the packet if it just is a product and you read it and go oh cool everything's vegan and then it has natural flavors well i hate to be the burden of bad news but natural flavors can mean from animal sources and you would be surprised Things like sauces, it may say natural flavor, but that natural flavor may be a beef flavoring, which allows it to get some kind of weird smoky flavor for those that may like a smoked tomato sauce, for example. So I digress. According to uh, the Environmental Working Group, natural flavors is actually the fourth most common ingredient used in processed foods, right? And the only ingredients that are more common are salt, water, and sugar. The fact that these ingredients, and I say ingredients because natural flavors are rarely just one ingredient um are in everything i mean i have a lot of i've put my foot down with natural flavors once i discovered this abhorrent news um i won't even eat tomato sauce now because it's got natural flavors in it unless it's some fountain i think fountain in australia doesn't have natural flavors so basically they're in everything but they're also in everything that may appear as vegan so you can't be too sure. I'm going to actually go into some legal 
jargon in respects to Australia and New Zealand in regards to natural flavors. The word natural has no formal legal definition. The Flavor and Fragrance Association of Australia and New Zealand defines flavoring substances as flavoring substances are chemically defined substances either formed by chemical synthesis or obtained from materials of plant or animal origin. So again, in legal definition from these flavor associations in Australia and New Zealand, flavoring can be from plant or animal origin and they don't have to specify which one it is. So it goes on to further define um, in this association natural flavoring substances as, uh, I'm doing quotation marks here, you can't see that obviously because I'm behind a microphone and not a screen, flavoring substances obtained by physical processes that may result in unavoidable but unintentional changes in the chemical structure of the components of the flavoring, for example, distillation and solvent extraction, or by enzymatic or microbiological processes from material of plant or animal origin. Such material may be unprocessed or processed for human consumption by traditional food preparation processes, processes, e.g. drying, torrefaction, roasting, which is the torrefaction definition, and fermentation. This means substances that have been identified, detected in a natural material of animal or vegetable origin. Therefore, again, not vegan. So natural flavoring complexes have the same definition. But it then goes in to add natural flavoring complexes include the essential oil, essence of extraction, protein hydrolysate, distillate, or any product of roasting, heating, or enzymolysis. So natural flavors can be subject to so, so many different forms of processing, the, the, the processes that I, that I mentioned. So they're not in any way shape or form really that natural because they can be so far removed from their original structure manufacturers are also not even required to disclose the ingredients used in natural flavors this one natural flavor like i was saying before could actually comprise of 5 10 20 30 40 up to 100 different ingredients and we literally have no way of knowing and the manufacturers are not even obligated to tell us this is where i tend to want to steer clear of these natural flavors because yes a product on surface may appear to be vegan but this natural flavor may be comprised of a hundred different flavors and one of those little ingredients or one of those flavors in this one listed ingredient could be from an animal product and we have no way of knowing literally no way of knowing and a lot of the times the manufacturers don't even know if you were just to call up they would have to then get out their manuals get out the book and literally go through step by step every single one for you to go okay cool that's not from an animal product so for me no you could not classify any natural flavor as vegan However, if you do buy a product that says vegan friendly on the front or suitable for vegans, you can assume, and I believe that you can assume this, that the manufacturer has done their homework and the product developer knows for a fact that any natural flavor that may be in their product is actually vegan friendly. However, do you really want to be eating something which is so far removed from, I guess, an even state, a state of an ingredient? Something that the chemical composition is too complex that you can't even read and that list would be too long to even put on the ingredients label? The answer is 
more often than not, no. So I'm now going to go into why natural flavors pretty much no different from artificial flavors. A lot of the time people see the word natural or they see natural flavors, no artificial flavors, no artificial this, and they immediately buy into the marketing scheme of, oh, cool, 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 cool must be healthy for me. However, this is not necessarily the case. Artificial flavors are made from non-food sources, whilst natural flavors start from a natural food source. And the amount of processing and manipulation they go through results in a product that is very different from the original source. In essence, both natural and artificial flavors are made in a lab. Okay, whilst artificial is made from non-food sources, natural is made from food sources, but it can be so manipulated that it kind of doesn't even resemble natural food source. So the Environmental Working Group in Australia reports that natural flavors are chemical mixtures which are often more complex than artificial flavors. Again, this is quoted from them. Natural flavors still can contain solvents, emulsifiers, and preservatives, all of which are lumped into the category of incidental additives and are not required to be disclosed by food manufacturers. So this is pretty intense if you think about it because a lot of people may be going out of their way to avoid solvents, emulsifiers, and preservatives. However, if these are incidental additives to make a natural flavor, then it's kind of redundant opting for this healthier choice or what you perceive as a healthier choice because it still contains everything that you're trying to avoid. So this natural flavor is so far removed from its initial source that it it technically is just greenwashing itself, right? Well, not greenwashing itself, health washing itself. Now, I don't know this dude's name. Well, I do know his name. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Gary Reinekois, professor in the Department of Food Science and Nutrition at the University of Minnesota, explains that there is little substantive difference in the chemical compositions of natural and artificial flavors. They are both made in a laboratory by trained professionals, a flavorist who blends appropriate chemicals together in the right proportions. The flavorist uses natural chemicals to make natural flavorings and synthetic kick chemicals to make artificial flavorings. The flavorist creating an artificial flavoring must use the same chemicals in his formulation as would be used to make a natural flavoring. Otherwise, the flavoring will not have the desired flavor. So what does this mean? To extract the flavor from the original botanical source, solvents, emulsifiers, and preservatives, like I mentioned before, may be used that aid in separating the natural flavor complex. So consumers, again, quotation, consumers pay a lot for natural flavorings, but these are in fact no better in quality, nor are they safer than their cost-effective artificial counterpart. So when you go to think about it in that manner, again, avoid both of them, okay? One just has a nicer name in theory because they can technically call it natural as it's once come from something natural, but if it still goes through the same process and it's quite far removed from its natural state, as well as having incidental additives put into it, which are not natural anyway, doesn't that mean it should be called not natural natural flavorings? Anyway, that's not for me to decide. That's just for you to make your mind up. Okay, so another bloke, David Andrews, senior scientist at the Environmental Working Group, states that a mixture will often have some solvent and preservatives, and that makes up to 80 to 90% of the volume of the flavoring. In the end product, it's a small amount, but it still has artificial ingredients. 
So, Diana Shawa B. Chorwin, PhD, is the president of SRIM Enterprises, a food research company that, in essence, formulates natural flavors for a variety of big, big food and beverage conglomerates. He maintains, he maintains that solvents, preservatives, and emulsifiers have to be added as, in quotations, you have to preserve what's made so the flavor doesn't change. Oxygen can change the food and it can become bitter and even poisonous. So adding enzymes that are a catalyst to this change prevents that. In short, there is no real difference between an artificial flavor and a natural flavor. Yes, one once originated from a natural product or a natural ingredient. However, it is rare for that one natural ingredient to be the one ingredient left in the natural flavor. It is usually comprised of copious amounts of ingredients to group into that natural flavor. And I don't agree with this because, for example, they use pine needles in a lot of vanilla flavorings because it's cheaper than vanilla. So when prices of ingredients skyrocket and people want to maintain that that flavor consistency, they will try and formulate with a scientific lab researcher, the flavorist, to reproduce that flavor for a very inexpensive material. And that material is can sometimes not even be vanilla in the first place. Like I just said, it's it's made a lot of the time from pine cones. I think it's called van- vanillin, vanil- vanillin extract. But then when they want to then make that vanillin extract into a natural flavor, that can be grouped with, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 other little ingredients. And then on top of that, they've got the incidental additives, which are usually what you're trying to avoid when you um, remove emulsifiers, preservatives, artificial flavors from the foods that you're eating. So how can you avoid natural flavors? Essentially, the only way to avoid natural flavors is to read the back of a packet and check if it's got natural flavors on it. But the best thing to do is not eat from packets. If you're craving something, try and get as close to the original that you can. Okay, I understand that that sometimes may not be a option or an ability of yours to do, but if you feel like a tomato sauce, try and get a tomato sauce which doesn't contain natural flavors. I know fountain, I don't think contains natural flavors. More boutique preserve type tomato sauces don't, or learn to make your own. But there can be natural flavors in anything, like kombuchas. I know a lot of people drink kombucha because they think that it's healthy or good for your gut, but these preservatives, emulsifiers and uh, fillers, as well as these potentially harmful ingredients that can be listed under natural flavors, will completely remove the health benefit that you're even getting from from kombucha. So just do your research on the product that you're consuming and try to avoid the ones with natural flavors. It's really, really simple. Oftentimes, you'll notice it straight away. Um, And it's going to be funny for you going to the shops now because there are so many, so many products that that contain natural flavors. And it's really quite upsetting because what you may have thought was vegan is not anymore. And I get it. You might want to have the natural flavors and you don't care about the health um, effects from all these chemicals. And that's fine. We all... We, we live in a very imperfect society. It's it's very rare for someone to avoid these completely. And I'm not saying I do. I will make sure that it says vegan-friendly or suitable for vegans. Or if I know the person that has made the product and I ask them, 
I will then have that product, even if it's got natural flavors in it. But I won't have it all the time, okay? It's, it's another one of those things where, yes, it, it still is a, a processed food. Um, chances are if you're eating from a packet, that, that packet food is processed. So again, from the word go, that should already be something that's limited. However, when it comes to natural flavors, just make sure that you are very aware that it could seriously be anything. And there's a lot of corn chip, hemp chip, nice treat food that looks vegan and innocent, but it's got natural flavors. And the reason these things taste so damn good is because these natural flavors are, well, should be coined artificial natural flavors because they're so far removed from its original state that it allows for this MSG type hit of flavor to absolutely, well, not abuse, treat your taste buds into some kind of delicacy which would otherwise not be able to exist in a natural state. So there you have it, natural flavors. Natural flavors are not vegan, so avoid them at all costs. If you're health conscious, avoid them at all costs as well. If you're not vegan and listening to this, still avoid them because they're not good for you. However, treat yourself every so often, I understand that, but make sure that if uh, you are eating something with natural flavors, you make sure that you know that that product is vegan friendly uh, or suitable for vegans. Okay. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. Bye.